Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. It is hard to imagine. We have two weeks left in the district or regular season in Texas high school football. And I guess we're having fun because it seems like it's gone pretty smoothly. Oh, yeah, we've had uh, the alphas look like alphas. We've had a few of those Cinderella stories that will continue until they're either out or maybe become a shocking state champion. But we'll get into those, and we've tried to cover some of those and some of the human interest stories as well as it just grips us in the state of Texas high school football. And what we'll do today, I'm David Smoke. Smokey.com statewide high school football podcast. Garrett Ross with me as well, who covers high school football like a blanket himself. We'll do the best wins from last week. We'll eventually later in the show, look at the best games based on pigskinprep.com and Jerry Forrest on the rankings of teams and who's playing. And we'll highlight one of those games in the best game, uh, perhaps Duncanville and DeSoto with longtime uh, I mean, this guy's become a great friend of mine and Reggie Samples, the head coach at Duncanville. And I've gotten to know Claude Mathis very well, uh, who got out of high school football coaching to get into college for a while when that trend of bringing in high school coaches for recruiting and also analyst work, he'll join us. Uh, and then also we'll focus in on that game. And then we'll also have the best performances this past weekend. And there are two or three that are, um, when I got the stats from coaches like, what? And we'll do that and, and we'll do that again uh, every week. We'll do that until the end of the regular season and, and postseason around the time of Christmas. All right, let's look at the best wins. It, it, it's uh, Geyer and Allen. Allen, uh, of course, had the nice win against McKinney a couple of weeks ago, but Geyer got him 24-18. That's a nice win. Those two teams are good, and Geyer wins by six. Midway going down to Brian, who smoked them at home last year. This isn't one that got a lot of attention around the state. Uh, I w have been doing midway football like every year, but one since 2011. They've won three straight under what is interim head coach Ezra Martinez Sr., 49-21 uh, midway, and that clinched a playoff berth for the Panthers. And after you could breathe and they were going to make the playoffs forever, the late 2000s all the way until 19, two state championship appearances, then 20, 21, and 22, they weren't good at all. They're back in the playoffs, even though they had a rocky start at 0-4 with their non-district schedule being very, very good. In a game in 11-6A, these two schools are so close, and they're also very evenly matched. Waxahachie uh, beat Mansfield 16-14. In that District 11-6A, Duncanville DeSoto meet this weekend on Friday. We'll discuss that with the two coaches. And then you had Cedar Hill initially, too, but they slipped just a little bit. And um, I think out of everybody else in that district, either Mansfield or Waxahachie were the ones that, you know, like moved up in the pecking order. And Waxahachie, for the most part, has been the third best team in that district outside of Duncanville and DeSoto. 
Uh, Rashawn Woods, we had him on the very first week, former Oklahoma State football star. He's now at Tyler High. They're playing well. Uh, they beat Lufkin in one of the oldest long uh, I, again, this is my East Texas blood. I wasn't born there, but I worked there for, my goodness, 1981 until 2010. Uh, JT, now Tyler High, Longview, Lufkin, Tyler Lee, now Legacy. Man, they played each other forever. Lufkin, Nacogdoches, one of the longest rush, uh, continuous rivalries ever. But Tyler beat Lufkin in a good one, 23-20. Stephenville, on a Thursday night at Tarleton State, University Stadium beat China Spring 31-21. Last year, China Spring, remember, won their back-to-back state titles. First year, 4A Division II, then 4A Division I. And one of the games that, like, launched them in the playoffs was the win against Stephenville. Uh, on, a, on, what was it, Barr. Thomas Barr kicked a long field goal to win the game. And, and it kind of launched China Spring into another mode of winning yet another state championship. Stephenville gets them this time, 31-21, and maybe they'll meet again. Uh, in some sort of later on third or fourth round setup. Jasper, we keep mentioning Jasper. They keep winning against the Silsbys and the West Orange Starks and teams like that. They beat West Orange Stark 41-38. West Orange Starks lost a lot of close games. Uh, and uh, they're not they're not the same, but they're still very, very good. Uh, Lorena. In fact, just this morning, I was leaving the gym after a workout. And there's a UIL Team Tennis State Championship tournament going on there, although it's raining a lot today. And I saw Mark Fannin, the head coach at Franklin High School, the Lions. They've won back-to-back state titles. Remember, before that, they lost at a missed extra point. Uh, he was walking into the gym to be a part of the state tennis tournament, the team tennis tournament. And we were discussing they lost 52-49 to Kevin Johnson and Lorena and we'll get to that on a last-second, no-time-left field goal to knock out uh, the two-time defending state champions. But, it's, again, it's a district game. Lorena now has all the uh, ability to win the district, plus that tiebreaker with Franklin. But it was a 39-game winning streak that Franklin had going, and that's gone now after Lorena got him 52-49. We'll have a player, a couple of them from Lorena, that will spotlight in just a moment. But that's still – they're probably going to meet again, I would think, in 3A Division One. And another one, Grandview 21, West 19. West is good. They're always just not quite – that doesn't mean they haven't been at times, but not quite at that level of what Grandview has been – and then, of course, Malakoff is the 800-pound gorilla right now in 3A, also in that same division. West Ruskin Troop, we had Sam Wells of Troop on. They've got a lot of explosive players, a lot of good defensive players. And what West Ruskin, Rafe Mata, his first year as the head coach, replacing Nick Harrison. Uh, Rafe Mata and West Rusk win that game 13-9. That's a heck of a win for them. Now, I... I'll never forget the first time that I ever covered what was a state record performance. And this is going to take you back. I think it was 82 or 83. I was in the Lufkin-Nacogdoches market working for KTRE-TV in Lufkin. And I was going to go cover Nacogdoches. And they were playing Marshall at Maverick Stadium. And it was a hell of a game. Kenny Smith was the wide receiver for Nacogdoches, who ended up catching over 300 yards in receiving yards and scored a bunch of touchdowns. And that's back in the day. Of course, look at me. I mean, everything for me is back in the day. But you would go cover the game as a TV reporter, and you'd shoot the game in highlights, and it would be on what was three-quarter-inch tape. 
All right? Now, this is well before the internet, well before you could email anything. It was, you shot it on a heavy camera. You then had a recorder that was there that, um, you know, it, it, it just was old school. And I remember Kenny Smith kept on catching these long touchdowns. Nacogdoches ended up winning the game. And I called the sports director, a longtime great friend of mine, uh, Jerry Gumbert at Channel 7, sister station, Channel 7, KLTV in Tyler. And I said, man, I, and then, by the way, I didn't pick up my cell phone and call him. I was in the press box on a regular landline and called him and said, hey, there's something special going on here. So I ended up getting the highlights. Somebody had, we'd already planned that somebody was going to come meet me at the stadium, grab this three-quarter inch tape, take it back to what was a bureau in Longview where they could edit it down and then by microwave, not like what you heat up food with, but a microwave, send it to the station in Tyler and they could have the highlights. They would then send it down to the station in Lufkin. I know it's a long story, but that's how long ago it was. And I saw, that was the first time I saw an awe-inspiring I just saw something never happened before in a 300-plus pass-receiving game for Kenny Smith III. But I got these two in. This is nuts. Lyndon Kildare quarterback Ja'Cory Birmingham's a junior. Plays both ways. 84-70 was the win against Cumbie. That in itself looks like a basketball score. But look at this. Ja'Cory had 55 carries. I don't know what the state record is. I normally would have looked that up, but that's got to be close. That's, uh, you know, you see 28, you see 35. You might even see, I think a couple of weeks ago, we had somebody with 40-something carries. 55 carries for Ja'Cory, 412 yards, eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns. And he also, on top of that, passed for 273 yards and two scores, and he had three tackles. And then there's this one, Keegan Ash. The running back, we've mentioned him before at Mount Enterprise. All I know about Mount Enterprise is they run the football like you cannot believe. 74-60 was the score in this game against Carlisle. 508 yards rushing. And I immediately go straight to my record book, and I go to the couple of other sites that have record book, and that's not the record. Yeah, There's about 15 or 17 or 20 performances, maybe not quite that many of players who have rushed for over 500 yards. He now is immortal when it comes to this number, 508 yards, eight touchdowns and a win against Carlisle. Now, here are the players of the week from my website, Smokey.com. It's been a high school website since 2002. Javen Mayfield. Uh, not a lot of huge numbers as far as yards, but look at this. A punt return for 90 a kick return for 88. He also caught two touchdowns, had a couple of tackles and a pass defense in a win against Henderson, 63-24. Then there's the two I just spotlighted individually in Ash and Birmingham. Quebec from Carthage, 15 tackles, two tackles behind the line of scrimmage, two sacks, and they also he ended up running the fumble back for a touchdown as they mauled center, 72-27. Carl Turner from Pine Tree, you know, there might be somebody with two or three field goals or whatever, and even the kicker punt returns, and we've already discussed that. But to, and a, we'll have one later on, somebody who kicked the game-winning field goal that was dramatic, but blocked. He blocked Pine Trees. Carl Turner blocked what would have been the tying field goal by Hallsville with just under 20 seconds left to seal the win for Pine Tree there in Class 5A. In Central Texas, Braylon Henry. He does it every week. He's also the built-forward tough 
Texas high school football class 3A player of the week. He's been knocking on that door all year long. He has, I think, now five 200-plus yard rushing games this season. His dad's a Hall of Famer, played at Baylor and John Henry. He had 255 yards rushing, five scores, but he also does it on defense, eight tackles, two tackles behind the line of scrimmage, quarterback pressure, and it was in a critical, huge, big-time win. I mentioned a bit of beating Franklin by 52-49. Colby Springer, Brian Kelly's their first-year head coach at Dawson. He was once on the staff with Jeff Hume at Midway. He then went up to uh, the Dallas area to be a part of a staff, and, and now he's a head coach at Dawson. Colby Springer, 337 yards on just 16 carries, six touchdowns, had some tackles too, and a big win against Frost. Zantel Hawley. Uh, from Centerville, Kyle Hardy in Centerville, tough as nails. How about this? 14 tackles, eight of them solo, two sacks, three tackles behind the line of scrimmage, five quarterback pressures, and they routed Leon 56-7. to And here's that kick I mentioned between Lorena and Franklin. James Webb, 34-yard game-winning field goal, no time left. Lorena 52, Franklin 49. They might meet again. Probably won the district title with that kick and also ended Franklin's 39 game winning streak so those are the great performances as far as the ones who were highlighted on smoky.com coming up next reggie samples head coach at duncanville claude mathis head coach at desoto collision course at desoto this is the friday night high school football scoreboard show and also smoky.com statewide high school football podcast Peters Buick and Longview has the best selection in East Texas. Over 70 Buicks to choose from. Right now, get 1.9% financing at 36 months or 4.1% financing at 60 months on all Buick models. Check out the Buick Encore GX Avenir with an all-new look and up to 31 miles per gallon. The largest selection of new Buicks from the number one Buick dealer in East Texas. Peters Buick, online at peterscars.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Duncanville State Championship head football coach Reggie Samples with us on 365 Sports in the Statewide High School Football Podcast. I love talking to you, man. We always talk about more than just football. We talk about life and hobbies and, and the journey itself. I want to start with this. You have DeSoto this week. Can you try to explain what that rivalry is like? Well, it's a big rivalry to keep the schools uh, uh, close proximity. The kids know each other. Uh, for a district championship, it's, it's both highly ranked teams. Uh, it's a great game, great competition. So, you know, you you get the championship, and I know you've been asked this a thousand times, but did that change you at all, or did that change how you approached this season at all, or wins and losses at all? Not at all. It's, you know, it was a goal of mine. Of course, everybody wants to win a state championship. But uh, as far as how we go about things and me as a coach, uh, I think, you know, I, I believe there's only one way to do things. Uh, you know, you have to work at it. You have to be uh, have convictions about doing things the right way. And, and I think that's kind of the way I'll always be. How do you explain if I just said, what is the Duncanville standard? Well, I, I just think it's uh, we really try to outwork uh, our opponents and everybody around. Uh, we try to uh, make kids committed to, uh, you know, the team and the organization and the community. And uh, those two things, if, you know, we can get them going in the right direction, it's probably what we rest our head on. You've won at Lincoln, you won at Skyline, and you now are winning and have won at Duncanville. Were those three jobs similar when you took over? Not at all. All three of them were different, uh, had different circumstances, uh, different types of uh, players. Uh, all of them were challenges, but they all were different. Do you feel like that because of what people look at with the talent and all the college offers, et cetera, that your players have, that, that perhaps that they don't give the program enough credit for what you've now mentioned on a couple of occasions, the hard work, the dedication, the commitment? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, you know, you can't help but uh, notice things that are said and, uh, you know, what people attest success to. And, and I don't I don't let it bother me, but, you know, sometimes it's irritating because they don't understand uh, regardless to what you have, whether they're good, average, or bad, you still got to do a good job. And, you know, I'm just proud of uh, my coaching staffs and the people around me and the fact that 
they've worked real hard to be successful. You have seen how things have changed with what collegiate athletes now get. You've seen how that has changed, transfer portal, NIL, et cetera. Uh, and, and that at the same time, you've coached a long, long time. What is different in handling young men now than perhaps when you were getting into the business uh, quite a few years ago? Well, it's much harder. Uh, it's a lot of difference because uh, when you've got that outside influence and, uh, of course, you know, what really happens is the kids develop an attachment uh, to these universities before they get out of high school. And sometimes it can be a very annoying distraction and really makes it harder uh, to deal with the kids because, uh, again, they, they, they made a commitment uh, to someone else or to another institution. And it just it, it makes keeping them focused a lot harder. So I was going to ask you about that, staying focused. You're the defending champions. You've had this great run. Um, and you've outscored your opponents 354 to 26. Has this year been difficult to keep them focused on just oh, not well, taking things for granted and being entitled? Without a doubt. Uh, you know, it's, you know I, I've coached a while, so, you know, I've learned a few little tricks about uh, trying to keep them focused. But it, it's very <laughs> hard because, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said the kids don't. Uh, don't notice what's going on and know around, what's around them and kind of know about the teams that they're going to play. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's very difficult, but I guarantee you this week it's not. No, it's not, and it's going to be a great game. How do you also make sure those players who are a part of the program now remember, understand, and respect those who came before them to put this program in the position it's in today? Well, it's just a constant uh, job to remind them uh, of the fact that the work that they've done, uh, someone else did the same thing, and and many times they were under uh, harder circumstances. And uh, I think they know it because you know they look at our teams, and each year they 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 know about the teams that came before them, and kind of helps them understand all of the hard work that's gone into the successes. I'm going to bring up a couple of your coaching cliches or your sayings, and you explain to me what exactly it means. Don't take food off my plate. Well, it, it means don't, don't, don't give me a lesser effort. Don't not buy into what we're trying to do. Don't not work hard. Uh, it just means that, you know, uh, give 100%. That I, I think that sums it up. Uh, there's always this thing, and I saw this. Uh, I've seen this in college. I've seen it in the NFL. I've seen it at Major League Baseball, whatever sport, high school football. Don't poke the bear. Are you the bear? Or is Duncanville the bear? If people tried to poke you? Well, yeah, we get it all the time, regardless of how, uh, you know, how well you do uh it's just the nature of competition that you know you're gonna always have those people that uh you know they do a little talking ahead of time uh they get a little ahead of themselves mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it's some false courage is what i call it uh and uh yeah it, it's happened it, it's always happened and 
I enjoy it, though, because it makes my job easy. I was going to say, I don't know why anyone would want to poke you. Know? There are about, what, a handful of schools that can look to you guys eye to eye with what they've done, too. But I can't imagine anyone wanting to poke the bear. You and I have discussed this every time. I love cooking. I love cooking steaks. I love cooking a ribeye, a bone-in ribeye, a tomahawk chalk rib, chalk ribeye. I love steaks. You love cooking steaks. When was the last time you cooked a steak? Oh, man. Uh, when was it? The day before yesterday. Oh, so this week. So so in other words, you've already cooked one for like Sunday evening or what? Yes, I cooked one Sunday. So when you go to prepare a steak and you have your secret way of doing it and the way you like it, the, the way you want it cooked, do you ever mess with what you put on the steak? No, no, because it's taken me so long to... You know, it's like anything else. You know, you, you, you keep trying, you mess up, you try again, you change the ingredients, and once you get it right, then, you know, you, you, you really stick to what you've done. Are, are you the less is more what you put on the steak kind of guy? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's less is more. Uh, I think more is more of uh, just those proven ingredients that uh, I bought into that makes it what I want it to be. Do you like, like, cracked pepper on your steaks before you cook it, or do you put it on there after you cook it? Oh, without a doubt, before. Yeah, me too. I love that, just that look, and it just, it's something about it. Now, uh, sirloin, um, New York strip, ribeye. I've, I mentioned there's a bone-in ribeye. Um, there's the filet. There's a lot of different type of steaks. Which one is your go-to? Is it the is it the ribeye or the T-bone or porterhouse? Which one? Uh, I'd probably say the bone-in ribeye. I love it. I love it. That that's that's mine. If if I said okay, you could only eat one steak the rest of your life as far as the style, the type, it would be that. Uh, do you see much different in Wagyu or what is the USDA, whether it's Select or Prime or anything like that? Uh, you know, I really, uh, I'm sure there's a big difference, but, uh, I try to stay consistent on, uh, where I get my steak from. Uh, -huh. uh, uh actually I know the Wagyu's are a lot more expensive and, but I just enjoy the cut that I've been getting for years though. So I stick to it. Now, um, Reggie Samples, the head football coach at Duncanville, my guest here on the statewide high school football a podcast what kind of dog do you have german shepherd okay is it one or you have two how how many only have one right now now uh, my yeah what's what's his name her name his or her name his name is charlie charlie is it named after uh anybody no my wife and i when we saw him we talked about it and it just came out of the clear blue sky did you find charlie at the kennel or did you uh, at a at a store no, I've, I've dealt with the i try to be consistent i've dealt with the same uh guy uh mm -hmm. up in uh on texas oklahoma border he he sells uh uh west german import dog from germany and wow I've, I've i've bought dog from him for probably the last 15 years is there anything i know you mentioned your wife but is there anything better uh i i, I don't word this correctly the loyalty of a dog and its owner. 
I don't know. Not besides my, I put my family first. Yep. And then uh, right there is, is my German Shepherd and my dog. So uh, German Shepherds are smart. They're also protective. Uh, they're playful. Is and and I, I mean, there's some people that like oh, I, I can't have a German Shepherd or a Rottweiler or a pit bull or whatever. What what is it about the German Shepherd that attracted you? Well, I've always had them, uh, and you just named those things. I found them very smart, protective, and the breed that I have, the West German, they're a family dog. I mean, I can walk my dog through the uh, through the mall, and he won't blink an eye. But then I can leave him in my backyard, and uh, he won't allow a stranger to come in my yard. No, and if I was a stranger and I saw a German Shepherd in the backyard, I wouldn't want to go in there. My father, cool story, military man. He was a Naval Academy graduate, but he eventually moved into and ended up being a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. But when he was younger, he was, uh, I guess he was a captain, um, or and we were in Guam on the Air Force base, and my dad had a German Shepherd that he trained that protected and helped protect the skyline in Guam. And he said they were the most amazing dogs he'd ever, ever uh, handled uh, during his career as a military man. What is it outside of cooking your dog and family that also you love the most? Well, right now, uh, I'm, I'm on a workout kit. Oh. And I really love the fact that, uh, uh, you know, I spent a lot of my spare time uh, working out and trying to stay in, in shape and keep my health up. How do you do that with your hours? Because I, I got to back in 2013, I weighed 282 pounds. I now have been between 190 and 200 for five or six years. It is a commitment. You have to do it every day, or at least you have to make sure you're committed to that. You cannot out-exercise your diet. You got to watch that too. How difficult has that been for you? It's been very dif- difficult because you you really have to be disciplined because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you get tired. Uh, you really work hard, and you really ha- you know you have to really set aside some time to recover. Because uh, if you're doing it the right way, it takes a little bit out of it. No, it does. How much do you feel better? Oh, I feel great. Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you, and what really makes me feel good is when I when I go to those doctor's appointments and my doctor tells me that, you know, hey, uh, I can tell that you've been working out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's really what – that is the tip of the iceberg uh, when, when those uh, professionals who uh, can tell that you put in an effort tells you, that it's all working worthwhile. That's awesome, Reggie. I'm so proud of you for doing that. I know it's not easy because I've I've been there before, and at times you slip a little bit and I get on the scale and you're left a couple of pounds. Oh my goodness, you know. But but I'm I'm proud of you for doing that. So, do you still love football and coaching football as much as you did when you got out of college? Yes, I do. When I stop, I you. you We'll be talking about retirement. Well, I hope to be a part of that conversation, and I hope it's a while down the road because you're great at what you do, and a lot of young men have been better because of it. Reggie, thanks for your time as always. Good luck on Friday at DeSoto. Thank you, Mr. Smoker. It's always great talking to you. You do a great job. Thank you. That's Reggie Samples, the head coach at Duncanville and the statewide high school football podcast. Peters Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. 
Right now, come and get behind the wheel of a new Jeep Wrangler for $1,500 off MSRP. And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peters Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat. Online at PetersChryslerJeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-size hail and baseball-size hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. I've known him a long time. Claude Mathis, the head football coach at DeSoto. He's been a college coach. He's been in East Texas at Marshall in uh, in between and also, of course, down in Austin and is a one hell of a former college football player at Texas State. We'll get into that. Claude, how you doing? It's, a, it's Duncanville week. When it's Duncanville, DeSoto, is it better than that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it gets any better than that right there, man. This is going to be a great game, and, you know, it's just one of those things where – you want to be a part of, and you, you're glad you're a high school coach at this time. What do you know? And and when it's a rivalry, and it's obviously it's an intense one because of the the greatness of the programs, and both of you last year winning it, same district, not far apart. What are your thoughts about Reggie Samples and what he's done at Lincoln, and then Skyline, and now what he's built at Duncanville? You know, we I used to laugh about that because I was in college. And I used to go watch him play. I think it was in college or high school, one of the two. When I watched him against Link, when they was at Lincoln and he played for the state championship down there in Baylor. And we always laugh about that because I'm like, man, I was rooting for you then, but now I got to root against you when we're playing <laughs> each other. 
But uh, as long as we're not playing each other, I'm rooting against him, man. And I'm just so happy for all the things he's accomplished. I'm glad he got that that big old bear off his back because, you know, he's been to some state games, never won it. And I'm finally glad he's been able to break the door down, man. So, so were, you, uh, you were, at that, were you at that game when they lost? They blocked the field goal in double overtime against Kilgore and the most gut-wrenching loss, and then the North Shore game, too? I was at both of them. Wow. I was at both of them. Yep. Yeah, I was at both of them. I was, and it was, it was a heartbreaker, I'll tell you that. But like I said before, I'm just glad he finally got the monkey off his back, the bear off his back, and he won one. So I'm happy, very happy for him. I did a game in 2022 and also earlier this year against Vandegrift, and I saw them last year. They beat Midway, and Midway's down. But, I mean, they were really good, and you got them for the state title. What did that mean to Claude Mathis? You know, it, it meant everything to me. Uh, it, was, it meant more. It was more important for our kids here and more important for our community and important for my coaches. And I had a great chance to, to win one with my kids. And that was something that I would never forget. So it meant everything to me. And I guess it really, honestly, it really hit me because we finally put the 2022 Upstate Championship up. We put it up on Monday. Oh, sorry, last week, last Thursday. And I, and I started, I got teary out. I really did because it just really hit me again. We finally did it. Claude, you're an intense dude. You've always been that way. Have you calmed down at all? I have. I, I really have. Really? And I, think that, I think that has to do with experience. But uh, behind the scene, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the game. I, I just I just love the game so much. And I want our kids to be, be great at what they do and be successful. And I'm just very passionate. I'm very passionate about the game. Well, I, I've always enjoyed it. You and I have talked over the years, yeah. but I, I've always enjoyed it. Sometimes people can look at that the wrong way. But the, did winning the state championship in any way, not neuter you, but you know, like, okay, you've done this and you want to win five more, but it kind of, at least now that's done. You know what? It, it was, it was huge. That was a big burden off of my shoulders as well. And I was just so happy about for the kids. I mean, more than anything, but yes, it was a big burden off my shoulders, but I can tell you right now, it made me even hungrier than what I am right now. I want another one. Yeah. John King one time when they finally won at Longview first time since 1937 and they'd knocked on the door uh, lost to Lake Travis a couple of times. Lost to, uh, in fact, back in uh, 97, I think, to Katie. But he won the state title. His son, the quarterback, is now at Georgia Tech. And, and Pat Collins, his AD, former coach, said to him, enjoy it for a little bit, but now the pressure intensifies. Because now you've fed the animal that had already been hungry. Now you've fed them, and now they want it every year. Well, I, I can tell you this. I always tell our kids, everybody's going to be hunting us now even more, but we also going to hunt as well. Yep. I mean, we're all being the hunted, but we can hunt as well. And it, it makes us here, honestly, we got a taste of it now, but we want more. Mm -hmm. and, we want, and that's not going to change here, but that's always been our tradition. It's always been our culture that we want to win a state championship and not just one, but two, three, four, five, six, as many as we can. So our kids understand that. And they've been very humble this year, but they know they're what the responsibilities and goals are this year. You were at DeSoto, then you were in college, uh, uh, and then, of course, became – a head coach at Marshall, then back to DeSoto. What did you learn about yourself during that journey? I've learned pretty much be more patient. I, I, I really did. Um, I had a lot of great experience in the collegiate level. 
Marshall was great to me, man. I, I love Marshall, Texas. I love the people in Marshall, Texas. That community really helped change me and mold me as well. And then when I finally got back home, I mean, I was ready for everything again to take it on. So I really do believe that I re- more patience than more than anything, but just to, just being around great people than uh, the way I was and the way how and to get great relationships and build relationships that, that that was big to me. I think this is a fair question. I hope you take it the right way. When you were at uh, away, uh, obviously, Coach Peterman won a state title at DeSoto. Was that something you were excited about for the program, or was that also kind of surreal for you? I was so happy for those kids. I really were. I was so happy for those kids. I was happy for the program. I, re- I really were. Uh, some coaches on that staff, I was ecstatic for and everything. And, you know, it, it was one of those things where I was just happy for everybody. And But it, it drove me to be who I am right now. It made, it made me work even harder because – I know what I had left, and I knew they would win one. I mean, I, I'm not no dumb dumb. I knew they was going to win one after I left. They had to, everybody that they needed, and once they got the quarterback, that was that was it. Uh-huh. And I was just very happy for those guys right there because they 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 deserved it. Those kids, they deserved it. The community deserved it, and I, I was just more than ecstatic. But at the same time, it made me even hungrier. All right. So for those that don't know, Claude Mathis was a great running back at Texas State. Of course, it used to be known as Southwest Texas State in San Marcos. G.J. Kenny's done a hell of a job out there at San Marcos. Beat Baylor. I saw it in person. So um, you're already a part of the Texas State Hall of Honor. That was 12 years ago or so. But I'm a voter in the National Football Foundation. I've been fortunate enough to be a Heisman voter, too. But I saw the ballot come in. It was recently. And I saw your name because I don't just look at the guys who played at Georgia, Alabama. I look at the ones that, because I'm an SFA guy, I also look at who else is involved and absolutely saw your name on there. Just being on the ballot, what does that mean to you? It meant everything. Uh, The moment I received that call that morning, I didn't know what I was receiving the call for. And when their AD called me, it was, I didn't know what to say once Mm. he started talking to me and explaining everything to me. I had no clue. And once he announced it to me, I was ecstatic. I started crying because I I never imagined it. I never mentioned myself in that category. I I knew that I was very blessed and I felt that I could play it on at any level. But just to be nominated to be on the ballot is unbelievable. And I'm just glad they thought that much of me. But to 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 finally get on the ballot, but to be inducted would be mean everything to me. So here's Claude Mathis, this uh, fiery personable, um, crazy guy sometimes on the sideline that's grown up and matured, now with a state title, and now with that, it seems like you, uh, you're you in a good place right now. You know what? Um, I'm going to always be in a good place as long as I have my family. Right. My family means everything to me, and I have my boys. They're, they're playing well. My daughter is, is, is in college, too, as well. And, you know, I, I am in a good place. I really am. God has been very good to me. He has blessed me more than I should have been blessed, but – you know, it's one of those things where you, you're in a good place, but at the same time, you got to continue to to work hard. But you can't be just in a spot where you're saying it's okay. It's not okay for me. It's not. I still want to continue to win. I want our players to win. Um, I want more state titles. I'm hungry. I'm greedy, and I just want more. I want more, and I think I'm around a, a bunch of group coaches and a, a bunch of great kids that I can get more. Did you coach your sons differently than you coached anybody else? I did. And I'll tell anybody that I did. You can't help but do that. I did. I was very hard on my kiddos, and but I gave them a lot of love, too, as well. But they know that. And they knew that being a coach's son, it, it comes with some stuff that's going to be negative at times. But at the same time, they earned it. 
I didn't give him anything. They earned it. And, you know, my last one is playing right before me right now. He's a junior. Yep. He's going through the same thing right now. But my other three, they're thriving right now. They're doing great. My daughter is doing awesome in college. So, but yes, I did coach him differently. Claude, away from football, um, like I, I spoke with Reggie, and he loves to cook. He's a, he's, a, he's like a chef. He likes to grill steaks. Who doesn't like to grill steaks? Do you cook? What's your favorite go-to meal if you did? And is there something else outside of football where you can go and just get away and, and just kind of get away from football? What would that be other than spending time with family? If I cook, I love the grill. I'm, I'm, I'm like Reg. I, I love the grill. All I do, if it's just been had to cook, I, I love the grill. The steaks would be up that up that deal too as well, like him. Um, but to get away from me, it's about fishing and it's yep. about golf. I, I love to do that and spending time with my kids, taking them fishing. I mean, a couple of summers ago, we went to Von Miller's place um, and invited us out there to fish. And I had one unbelievable chances to have, hang out with my boys. And they fell in love with fishing. So we've been doing that, trying to do it. We try to do it every summer before they go back to school. They have a blast with it. And I also love golfing too, man. So those are my things that I like to get away and have fun at when it's time for me to have some little little uh, time apart from everybody. Golf is Cooking and golf is my deal. And uh, is golf about <laughs> as exhilarating and uh, excruciating as it can possibly be? It can, but it calms me. It really calms me. It's like, you know, I usually you go through my bye week. I try to go take a round through my bye week, but this year has been so different. And, you know, we got playoffs coming up soon, but I am going to try to hit one round in before the playoffs start. It just, it just relaxes me. It also gives me a chance to think about everything yep. too, and away from everybody else. So it really does a great job for me when I do that. You know what I did for years? Maybe the first 35, well, actually almost the first 40 years of me being in broadcasting. I, you can't play on Friday. The weekends are oh. packed. Then I started covering <laughs> college football, NFL Sunday, and then getting ready for the next week. But I started last year. I said, you know what the heck? I started playing Thursday mornings with a group here in Waco, and it really allowed me at least for four hours or three and a half hours a week to just get away. And you're right. I love it. What's your handicap? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but I can't compete now. I can't compete. <laughs> uh, and, and I would think of you, the, the fishing is quiet, surreal. I mean, you can I talk. Love that. But – that doesn't seem to like, but is that the opposite of who you are as a football coach? That peaceful, quiet nature. Well, it is when I'm. When, if I'm not competing with my uncle, me and my uncle go oh. all the time, and we compete. Now we're very competitive. We compete in fish. Who's catch the most? And who catch the biggest? But but the thing about that, he makes me turn my cell phone off. He makes me turn my cell phone. He does not like when me not because he understands the the gruel that goes along along with this. When it comes to football, he feels that that's my only time that I need to get away. So he makes me turn my cell phone off, and we're able to go at it. So I, I love fishing, man. It's a great deal to get, and it relaxes you, but it's fun. It's yeah, fun. I, I, uh, in fact, I may have just learned that from you. I've tried to turn my cell phone off, or at least <laughs> put it on silent. I'm not very good at that. What is a Claude Mathisism? It's, our, it's like, what is something that you say you've always said, your staff knows what it means, or your players know what it means? Do you have a couple of those cliches? Yes, I do, and this is one of them right here. If I've just if if you just learned football from me, I have failed you in life because it's not just about football. These kids need to understand life has really changed, and it, and, it, and it's so bad out there these days. If you don't understand, you don't know how to handle it. If you've not been taught, you're gonna fail. And so it's not just about football with me. It's about maturing these young kids, these young 
players that we have today into young men. And that's what I try to do the best. But yeah, that's it right there. If they just learned football from me, I have failed them in life. Last question for you is, uh, is today is different. It was different when I was younger than when you were younger and whatever else. But man, the attention out there, social media, uh, the grab, uh, NIL, transfer portal, coaches, sites wanting to know everybody's business, where they're going. How hard is that for young men, in your opinion, to manage? Very hard. Very hard. That's why I said the statement I said before. Yep. We have to teach our kids. They have to learn. They have to know why. And I think I have a great staff and I have certain people doing certain things with my staff and over certain things with my staff to order to help our kids out because there's so much going on. Man. I can't keep up with everything. I can't. So I have to have great people surrounded by great coaches around me and our support cast that's able to help us out with this because there's just so much going on and you're, you're missing things. And our kids deserve everything they, they, they need and what they get. And also need to understand what the hell is going on, what they're getting into and not getting into. So, yeah, man, it's it's not easy these days, but I think I have a great support group and a, and a great bunch of coaches that surround me in order to get everything done when it comes to our kids. If you don't mind a follow-up on that, have you ever had a young man that just you you've given him all the chances in the world, uh, and and he, he you had to like say enough is enough, but then you saw him grow up, and is that like the great win for you when you may have been the one that finally got his attention? Yes, yes, and I and I've been in that situation before too as well, and I think one of the best things to that a player can ever come back, and it's a lot of them that do that with us. It's come back and say, thank you, coach. Yep. You were right. Or thank you, coach. I learned from this. The lesson that you taught us, I learned from it and I matured from it. It has helped me out through my through my career. It's it's been unbelievable, man. I get that a lot from our kids. And I love our kids when they come back and tell me that alumni, but we just try to help them. We try to help them as much as possible. Let them also know that these doors are gonna always be open. You're an alumni, you can come back here anytime you want to. Claude, as always, man, I appreciate you. I've always understood you, and I've always appreciated you and I being able to trade text, phone calls, and we appreciate you being a part of the show this week. Good luck on Friday night. Smoke, you know, great. You know how much I love you, man. You know how much I've, I've, I've really looked up to you and everything. You've always been great for us, but you're also great for high school football, man, in general, and anything else you've been doing. So thank you so much, man. And maybe we can go play a, golf, a round of golf together I, when I'm in that way, man. Don't do not do that because I'll come up there. <laughs> I will absolutely. Man, I appreciate it. And I'll turn my phone off, too, when we do that. Claude Mathis, state championship head coach at DeSoto with us on the uh, statewide high school football podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half-Ton Lone Star. 0% for 72 months or get $9,000 off Ram Heavy Duty Trucks. The largest selection this year. And Ram commercial and fleet units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation.
pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Welcome back for our final segment, week number 10 of the Texas high school football season. In a moment, we highlight one of the best-ranked games based on what pigskidprep.com does. And I ha- they have an index of every single high school football team, six-man, 11-man, private school, UIL. Uh, it's, it's crazy how much information is inside the site of Jerry Forrest at pigskinprep.com. But a couple more individual performances that were not highlighted earlier that I wanted to bring up in that loss by Carlisle to Mount Enterprise 74 to 60 quarterback Fernando Espinosa threw for 452 yards in three touchdowns and also ran for a touchdown in the loss Cannon Ingram from Cooper in a very important win against Honeygrove 34 21 did it all 35 carries, 195 yards, three scores, passed for 90 yards and two scores, had 12 tackles, two tackles behind the line of scrimmage, and also had an interception. Jet Surratt, Scott Surratt's son, the sophomore starting quarterback at Carthage. They're unbeaten after that very dicey game to open up the season against what is a very good team out of Kilgore. Uh, Jet had 421 yards passing, seven scores in the win against center. And Adrian Banalis. He's a junior wide receiver cornerback from Mon. Had a, two fumble recoveries, ran one of them back for a touchdown. I had to do that. Don't edit that out, Garrett. That was just pure live radio TV right there. He had a 98-yard fumble return, two tackles. He also had a kick return for a touchdown and caught a 59-yard pass touchdown against Detroit 58 to nothing. Uh, Kiara Riley. He's a defensive back for a wide receiver, defensive back for Connolly. Garrett knows all about him. Five tackles. He had two interceptions, ran one back for a touchdown of 75 yards, had a pass defense and a win against Salado on the road, 39-21. Those are some other performances to highlight here 
on this weekly podcast. Now, every week we put up a link on my website. It never changes. At the very top, kind of a little bit past the right middle, is a link, the Pick'em link. There are anywhere between 28 to 32 games every week. I send them to Derek Tonkin, the webmaster. He puts them up. You put your selections in. I even sometimes uh, like to do it and, and just see where I stand. And the winner gets a $25 gift card to Bubba's 33 on I-35 in Waco. Last week's winner is a former head coach. He's the AD at Midlothian. Todd York winning with a 22-8 and record. He wins the $25 gift certificate. You can see the cities there. Longview, Carthage, Livingston, Omaha, which is up near Texarkana, West, Austin, St. Augustine, Port Arthur, and now Midlothian. The link is already up. You have until Thursday at 5 to vote or put your selections in. It's simple. I bet it doesn't take you a minute to do it at a chance to win that gift certificate to a great restaurant, great sports restaurant. Uh, and they have the bar if you want to sit at the bar and have a drink and, and enjoy the TVs. Flat screens everywhere, all over the place. In fact, I think they got a couple of different places where you can sit if you want at the bar and, and enjoy various games with the food that you have and a great selection on the menu. Now, based on Jerry Forrest and pigskinprep.com, these are the elite games. What this means is the number to your right, the blue number, the lower the number, the better and highly ranked the game is based on the rankings of the teams. For example, Duncanville's number one. DeSoto's number three. North Shore, by the way, would be two. And you do this and come up with a total of for DeSoto and Duncanville of four and on down. Duncanville's a slight pick to win at DeSoto. Duncanville has basically, as we talked to Reggie Samples, dominated. Same thing with DeSoto and Claude Mathis. Ask the Tascacita. Remember earlier this year they beat Katie for the first time? North Shore is North Shore. Uh, John Kay's not there anymore, but North Shore is North Shore. And this is also a banger, as I call them, uh, a two-point pick for North Shore. Uh, two undefeated teams, another collision course at 8-0. Two great games in Class 6A. Then there's a six-man game between Borden County and Rankin. Borden County, a slight pick. South Lake Carroll and Byron Nelson, 2-8-0. South Lake Carroll, the Dragons, or a touchdown pick. This is a game, Hooks and DeCab. I'm not surprised that Hooks kind of a heavy favorite, but this is a heck of a matchup. Two really good teams, uh, Hooks and DeCab. Uh, in DeCab, they call it DeCab, uh, in a game in class uh, two, uh, two, 3A. 2A, excuse me, uh, class 3A, yes. College Station and AM Consolidated, they are separated by basically just houses very close together. Uh, College Station 7-1, A&M Consolidated 6-2, a great game down in the Bryan College Station area. Bay City, a four-point pick against Iowa Colony out of Alvin. There's that Whitney game with Grandview. It's Grandview West. Uh, we know about the grandview Malakoff non-district, but Whitney and David Haynes III, who we had on about, what, three weeks ago, they are blowing people out. I mean, they're scoring a ton of points and... This wouldn't have happened the last three or four years. What David Haynes has done there is fantastic. They're a slight pick, 8-0 Whitney, and a team that's been there, done that, in Grandview at 7-1. Holly, uh, a slight favorite against Stanford, who's there every single year. Port Arthur Memorial, Barbers Hill, that's a pick em game. Madisonville, I actually asked Garrett Ross uh, on our what is our afternoon show on 365 Sports about 
is Conley going to win that district? They went down to Salado and won. But Russell Urbanke and what Madisonville, the Mustangs, have done. By the way, their stadium's a great stadium. What they've done, Garrett, they are, they've done a great job with that program. They've always had great kicking game, but they're winning games, and here they are in a game at Conley for what is the district championship. Yeah, that's going to be a really good matchup. Uh, this is one where these teams have circled each other all year long. I think the way the dominoes have fallen in district, this is likely the district championship game. Conley still has to play Robinson next week, who Salado beat, I mean, Madisonville beat 24-14 to 14 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is going to be one that I think goes down to the wire, but Conley has to play clean if they want a chance to beat Madisonville this on Friday night. Madisonville 7-1. Now, China Springs' non-district schedule of course, included La Vega and also included China Springs. So that is something that leads to that 5-3 and three record. Seymour and Winthorst, uh, they have a, a game that's a toss-up in Class 2A. And then the Woodlands and Willis. Willis, of course, with Lagway, the DJ Lagway, the five-star quarterback who's headed to Florida in a great showdown there. The Woodlands at 7-2. and two. So those are the interviews with Claude Mathis and Reggie Samples, a great game in Class 6A. Uh, we've had the players of the week from last week highlighted some of the individual performances, best wins from a week ago, and, of course, now the best games you just saw coming up this week. That doesn't mean there aren't a bunch of others, but those are the ones per pigskinprep.com that we highlight about 10 or 12 of those every single week. And then next week, that's it. The high school football regular season ends next week, and uh, so we've got two weeks left. Some teams have clinched district titles. Some teams have clinched playoff bursts, but there's a lot more to go in how you position yourself in the brackets from Class 1A, six-man football, up to Class 6A2. I'm David Smoke for Garrett Ross for our fantastic sponsors. Peters Chevrolet and Longview, thanks to Randy Peters. TFNB Bank, your bank for life with uh, Jason Lavender. Carl Ellis and Mike Garrett from Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, and Bubba's 33. We are great friends there in what they do with Nathan Watkins. We appreciate him. I'm David Smoke for Garrett Ross and for high school football in Texas. Enjoy the weekend. This is 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter's Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.